What is going on, everybody, and welcome back. We are back for episode nine of Box Score Sports after our little bye week there. Uh, we are back, though. We got some NFL talk, week eight, buy or sell, the trade deadline, some college football. We had some upsets to talk about, the current top four, the World Series, some Tiger Woods. We're talking golf, too. But uh, we got a lot going on, a lot planned for you guys. So sit back, relax, and let's get it on. Here we go. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back for episode nine after our little bye week here. We uh, we needed our own uh, sports therapy. Yeah, yeah need definitely need some sports therapy. Get, um, get our minds right. Yeah, we'll just yeah. That's we'll, what we'll, happens. We'll, we'll call NFL refs fuck your team. You yep. have to take a break a week later. Exactly. Okay. So you heard the drill. Um, we're starting it off pretty similar here. Um, you ready? Yeah, well, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. The Redskins head into U.S. Bank and take a big fat L. Vikings win 19-9. Another battle of the birds. The Seahawks take on the Atlanta Falcons and win it 27-20. The Chargers take the bolt to Chicago and win by one. I almost said San Diego. Los Angeles wins 17-16. The Lions take on Danny Dimes at the... I can't do this. I haven't even looked at all the matchups, dude. <laughs> well, it's been 31 to 26. <laughs> the Jags. Are we doing it? <laughs> Should I do the... <laughs> no, fuck it. Fuck it. Keep going. Should I do the growl? No, keep going. Yeah, go do the growl. The Jaguars beat the Jets. 29-15. <laughs> the Horned Goats. At home, take on the Cincinnati Bengals and win it 24 to 10. The Buccaneers head to Hicktown and take the L by four. Tennessee wins 27 23. Eagles come back from a three loss streak and ground the Bills 31 to 13. The Colts put their hooves on the Broncos and win it at home 15 13. That was the- pretty good. Yeah, well, that was pretty good. <laughs> Breeze comes back and wins at 31-9 against the Arizona Cardinals. The undefeated Jimmy Garoppolo 49ers smash the Carolina smash. Panthers at home 51-13. Houston keeps rolling, defeats the Raiders 27-24. Baker and his Browns head to Foxborough and take a beating from the GOAT. 27-13. Yeah, a lot of turnovers there, too. And then right now, currently, Sunday Night Football, Chiefs and Packers are tied 14-14 as of right now, as of recording. It's about I to end it's the first one minute half. to halftime. Yeah, it looks like it. Um, so, yeah, that's that was this week in NFL. I know we uh, we have a lot that we have to talk about. Um, we're not really going to revisit the stuff we missed last week, so uh, you guys have plenty of other news sources for that. But uh, we're going to get right into our weekly awards. Um, weekly awards. Weekly awards. Brad, who you got for Offensive Player of the Week? I got two. Two. Um, 
First one, Mike Evans, 11 receptions, 198 yards, two touchdowns. Been pretty inconsistent this season. Yes and no. He's had, I think, just as many good games as he had bad games. He's either striking out or hitting home runs, in my opinion. Pretty much. Not grand slams at this point. I right. think he's had. Honestly. He had that what? one three touchdown game a couple of weeks ago when he was yep. a sleeper. And yeah, in fantasy, I believe he's had a. Already two weeks over forty points. Oh, damn. He's in PPR. Yeah, but so yeah, that's one. And then my other guy, pretty obvious, uh, Cooper Cup, seven receptions, two hundred and twenty yards, thirty-one point four average, and a touchdown. Yeah, Cooper Cup's a baller, dude. I love that guy. I've loved him since he joined the league. But anyways, uh, offensive player of the week for me, I have Tevin Coleman, eleven attempts, one hundred five yards, three touchdowns. And then why not throw another touchdown on there through 13 yards receiving four touchdowns for a running back is always a good thing. And to uh, do that for an undefeated team is pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah. I know he's had a pretty slow start to start to the season. I don't think he's done very much. No, I think he started the year injured, didn't he? Um, I could I th- be wrong. I think he that. played week one, maybe week two and he was hurt for like four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but, I mean, he's yeah. coming back and making moves. That's, and then you got Breda too. Shit. On top of the team already doing well. So. Yeah. I mean, their team's good. Uh, defensive player of the week. Who you got? Sticking with the uh, 49ers there. Oh, I got shit. defensive end Nick Bosa. You know, he may have only had three, four tackles, but three of them were sacks. Yeah. He had an interception and returned it for 46 yards. Didn't score, but that's still a lot of yards right. for an interception. Right. And wait, and he's a defensive end, isn't he? Yes. He got an interception? He did. Oh. Yep, and he also had a pass deflection. Interesting. What the fuck? Was he covering people? <laughs> a defensive end like had a that, pass right? deflection and an interception yeah, in one game. Exactly. Okay. Uh, my defensive player of the week is my favorite rookie this year, Josh Allen. Two tackles, two sacks, and a forced fumble. I mean, he, it's not an insanely great game, but you, know, you can get a couple sacks and get a couple or one forced fumble there. I mean, that's a good game in my opinion. Uh, MVP, who do you got? I actually had one more defensive player. Oh, you do? I oh, did. Shit, my bad. I didn't mean to jump in. You're like good. That. Um, a name we've heard a lot this year, Jamie Collins. Oh, yeah. Uh, 13 total it. tackles and a sack and a half. So they're probably going to get a first round pick out of him at the end of the season, guaranteed. That's just that's what they do. They make a guy look really, really good, Trey Flowers, and then trade him and get a bunch of stuff. Well, I, I guess they let him walk, right? Yeah, but. he went to Cleveland and then they got him back. No, Trey Flowers got signed to Detroit. Oh, not Trey Flowers. Oh, I'm on. talking Jamie Collins, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. Not. Uh, and my MVP, I got the... Wait. That yeah, was it. Yeah, your MVP. MVP. Yeah, okay. You threw me off with your two defensive players there. Good. MVP. <laughs> All right, let's go to MVP. My MVP this week isn't really necessarily one player. It's the Eagles rushing attack. Uh, combined 218 yards and three touchdowns. Um, I mean, any team that gets 218 yards rushing and three touchdowns is good. But for them to come out and do it, especially after their three loss, three losses in a row, I mean, that's a good way to come back there. Yeah, against a pretty strong Bills defense at that. Yeah, I mean, a very strong. I mean, in my opinion, very strong defense. Uh, who do you got for MVP? MVP, um, just because of the, the uh, significance of the situation, was Drew Brees. Uh, came out yeah. 34 for 43. I almost picked him. 373 yards, three touchdowns. He did have one pick, but he had a damn good comeback game. Even though it was against the Cardinals, um, he showed that he's still good old Drew Brees. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I think we said that when he got hurt. What, he got hurt in week two, didn't he? Uh, At least two or three. Sixth win in a row. Oh, okay. Well, six wins in a row either way, right? It was... Week three because 
Or no, it was week two. Yeah. Okay. Then it was week two. I was going to say Eddie LA. went five weeks in a row and then yeah. he was back for yep. a week eight. So. Yeah. So, I mean, for him to come back, I think it's perfect timing midway through the season. He just got back from rehabilitating. Hopefully he can stay healthy. His arm's got to be strong, as strong as it was at the beginning of the season. He's still fresh. So, it's a dangerous team, man. Dangerous team. Uh, sleeper, who do you have? Sleeper, I had two of those as well. Um, Hunter Renfro for the Raiders had four receptions for 88 yards and a touchdown. And I actually was watching the highlights of the game, and his touchdown catch was a pretty big play. Um, and it was a very close game. It was only a three-point game. So, you know, a play like that, you know, brought them close. They did lose by a walk-off, but they still put up a pretty damn good fight. And it was the rookie's first touchdown of the year, so that was cool. And then <laughs> my uh, my other sleeper was Darius Slayton for the New York Giants. He had two receptions for 50 yards and two touchdowns. Um, and watching the game uh, highlights for that is his second touchdown. He mossed uh, Rashawn yeah. Melvin straight up. Yeah. Mossed no, I saw that. Yeah. And his first one was pretty difficult catch as well. So, yeah. yeah I mean, there you go. That's you, a good sleeper. See your sleeper. 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 Uh, my sleeper. I only have one. Uh, he's not necessarily a sleeper, especially when you're filling in for a number one running back position. But Latavius Murray, man, he's on a roll. 21 carries, 102 yards, one touchdown. And then, again, another receiving threat. Uh, nine for 12, 55 yards and a touchdown. Filling in nicely for Kamara while he's out. That's always a good look, man, when you have a backup running back situation like that. I mean, talk about a team with depth. You're talking two skill players this year that lose their starting quarterback and starting running back, and they have two guys behind them that are just as capable. I mean, New Orleans, as much as I hate to say it, just because their fan base annoys me, is a very dangerous team. A very dangerous team. Yeah, one thing I actually find very interesting about the Saints is lately they've been using one of their backup quarterbacks, Taysom Hill, as a wide receiver. Yeah, they use it. And he actually had a touchdown this last week. Um, 63 reception or receiving yards, I believe. Damn, he could have been asleep. The the dude can move. Watching the highlights, the dude's got some speed. Yeah, Yeah, they've done that too a few times. The sideline went uh, went crazy when he scored that touchdown there uh, this last weekend. But it's just something you don't usually see. You know, you look, you see that number Number seven out wide, watch out because <laughs> right. clearly he the guy's got uh, what's the word potential. Yeah, that's my word. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the New Orleans definitely looks dangerous, man. Um, which that leads us right into our next topic: buy or sell. We're week eight, halfway through the season, so we can kind of get an idea of all the teams. Now we did this after week four. We promised we'd come back in four weeks and talk about it again. So here we are. I got a few teams here. I got to ask you if you're going to buy or sell them. Got anything you're about to add? Um, yes, I do want to ask you when you do uh, edit this. You want to throw some like supermarket music over it? Yeah, I can throw some. Yeah, I think that'd be yeah, pretty, just pretty cool. Ching and then yeah, the, the yeah. I still yeah, like those. I got you, yeah. Just got a supermarket. Supermarket, supermarket music. music. What the fuck, supermarket? No, I'm just kidding. I can. We can worry about that. It's yeah, like I'll elevator throw. music with an echo. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? All right. All right. <laughs> kidding. So sports we'll therapy see. with an echo. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, buy or sell. This one's pretty obvious in my opinion. They're undefeated so far, but uh, San Francisco, are they? Buy- when I say buy or sell, let's clarify that. I'm talking NF- NFC contender, NFC potentially winners here. And I'm not saying like, oh, they're an eighth seed in the NFC. I'm saying at least for the next two teams, do you see them winning the NFC right now? Yes. Yeah. San Francisco. I'm buying San Francisco 49ers. And my reason is. <laughs> Have you watched the football? Have you watched the NFL in the last eight weeks? Right. Have they slowed down? No. Not if anything, have they they've played stronger? Only bad teams. No. Right. You know, you're talking about a team who's basically put up a fight. I mean, this last week alone, you played 
arguably the best running back in football right now. Yeah, and Christian the best, McCaffrey, the best. Uh, uh, what is it? Passing defense in the league, and or at least you top win three now. Fifty-one to thirteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, not. To, I mean, offensively and defensively, their dominance is just growing. Yeah, it's no, a team I, to force. I agree. So I am buying the San Francisco 49 I would buy him too. Uh, with the 49 I mean, it's, I'm with you on that. The one concern I had was their offense. Their offense didn't really do anything uh, that blew me out of the water until today. I'm going to throw 51 points up and then have a rushing attack like that. You can't forget you have Kyle Shanahan, head coach. He's an offensive guru. Uh, McVay tends to take over the spotlight of being an offensive god. But, uh, you know, Kyle Shanahan's not one to look over. You know, he's a great coach. And I wish, honestly, Detroit hired him a few years ago. Um, okay, moving on to the next one. New Orleans. Another team that's pretty obvious to buy right now. And we just kind of touched on them. NFC contenders, NFC potential champions. Going to the Super Bowl this year, maybe, maybe not. Are you buying or selling the New Orleans Saints? I'm going to buy them and... It's going to be more so because of what you mentioned a minute ago is their depth. Yeah. I mean, you lost your starting superstar quarterback. Yep. Your backup comes in and goes five wins undefeated. Right. You know, you lose your all-star running back. Your backup comes in and has an outstanding week. Right. You know, and you go on defense. Cameron Jordan has gotten better every week. You know, the defense is doing pretty well as a whole. Their secondary is doing a little more than they ex- were expected to. Yeah. Um, and it's if you ask me right now, it's really looking like those two teams, the 49ers from before and the Saints, are on a mission. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there's only one other team I'd throw in there in the NFC, and that's Green Bay, unfortunately. But uh, I think those two are clear, clear I NFC still have contenders right I now. I hope in Seattle, but... Yeah, Seattle. I mean, Seattle's there, and they got Quandre Diggs, one of my favorite defensive players now. So, uh, anyways, let's move on to the AFC for a second before we hop back into the NFC. We got the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, what are they at now? Four and three, five and three, something like that. I think they're f- no, they had a bye week, so they're four and three. E- I believe five and two. Five and two. Yes. Okay. So five and two, uh, leading their AFC South right now. Obviously, Brissett is still at starting quarterback. What do you got for them? You think they're you buying this team? You buying selling them? And we, I believe in week four you're buying. In week four I did yes. Um, who else you got in the NFC uh, AFC South? You got the Texans. Yep, you got the Texans at five and three. You got the Jaguars at four and four, and the Titans at four and four. So really, eventually I was going to ask you the AFC South. Are you buying or selling them as a whole? And at the time I believe you were buying them as well. Yeah. Because at the time they were two and two all around. Mm-hmm. It hasn't moved much since then. Yeah. I mean, for now, we'll just still stick with Indy. Um, I'll buy him as a wild card. Yeah. I don't see them doing too much damage elsewhere. I gotcha. You know, I don't see them... You know, you look at them, and then you look at the teams that we just talked about. It, there's a big difference, if you ask me. Yeah, but if you look at the AFC as a whole, I mean, there's not nearly as much... Com- Competition compared to the NFC. Like, I mean, Clearly. you look at the AFC right now, you got the Patriots, the Chiefs, maybe the Ravens, which is another one of my list here, and then anybody from the AFC South. Other than that, who do you got? The Bills? Uh, I mean, I like the Bills, but I don't really think they're going to be a playoff sleeper, dark horse kind of deal. Obviously, the Raiders aren't going to be there. Chargers aren't nearly as what we thought we, they would be. Uh, Steelers, again, not what we thought they'd be. And then the AFC South is just full of question marks because they're all right at 500 or higher. Um, I mean, so what did you say? Buying them for now? For now. 
for now. So it's like a, a soft buy. Mm-hmm. It's like a, well, it's on clearance, so I'll buy it. I got I don't you. need okay. it, but I'll buy it. I got you. I'm with Indy, though. I, I'm going to buy them. Uh, I think they're a good team. I think their roster is too good. Um, I d- I'm just going to stick with them. I think they're winning the South. As of now, I like Houston, though. It's hard to say that. But I do like the Colts. All right, back to the NFC. Minnesota. Are you buying this team? Currently in second place in the NFC North. Uh, I believe they're what five and two, six and two now. They won no on Thursday. I forgot. So six and two. Are you buying or selling them? I'm gonna sell the team. You don't believe in Minnesota? I don't. And do you think they're trading Stephon Diggs? Then? I don't think so. Okay. But I just believe that you look at. You know, if you actually watch the team play and, you you know, you keep an eye on them, as if I do, obviously, because NFC North team, I keep close eye on my NFC North teams. Right. Um, I just feel like there's not much going on outside of Delvin Cook. Yeah. Obviously, I'm, Stephon yeah. Diggs has had a pretty good few weeks, but you never know with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And then you know, Thielen's out last Thielen's game. been out, yep, yeah, for... A week, just and a week. He got technically two. He barely played the first week. There, the week he got hurt. Yes, yeah. Um, and their defense isn't bad. It's really not. Um, you know, you got Danielle Hunter, Everson Griffin, Lance, or Eric Kendricks, Xavier Rhodes. List goes on. Um, I just don't think they got what it takes. Straight, straightforward. Okay. All right. I, can, I mean, I can see. It's tough, man. The forty or not the 49ers, Sorry. The NFC as a whole right now is just a tough division or conference to pick. I mean, do I think they're going to win the NFC? No. So I guess if that's if that's the purpose of this, then I would have to sell them too. But I think they're a team to still look out for. So it's like a, instead of a soft buy, it's a soft sell. You know what I mean? I'm not completely selling this team off, but I don't I don't think they're right there. So I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, let's go to LA. LA Rams. Uh, they're five and three, third in their division right now. Obviously behind Seattle and the 49ers. Are you buying or are you selling this team? I'm gonna sell them just because of an interdivisional uh, strength elsewhere. Yeah, I just think the other two teams you just listed, uh, 49ers and Seattle, are just too. I mean, talk about a good. tough division, dude. Think about the Cardinals in a couple of years. They're still pretty young. If they can get some more pieces, that's a division that could be like the NFC North. I mean, just beating each other every week or every year, a different winner every year. I mean, 49ers obviously have a resurgence this year. Uh, they're scoring 207 points so far and only allowing 77 to their opponents. In comparison, you look at all the other teams in their division, every other team has allowed at least 150 points in their division. They're the only ones that are holding teams under 100, 100 yards. I'm sorry, 77 points against through seven, eight weeks, eight weeks. That's insane. Their defense has been just crazy, ridiculous. I think they're number one right now. No, Patriots are number one. I was going to say, who's that, San Francisco? Yeah, San yeah, Francisco's got to be right behind them, uh, points-wise at least. All right, so you're selling this team, you said, just based off the competition? Yeah, just just solely because of who they got that, to yeah. fight for the division. For. They don't look the same either, in my opinion. They're not they're not the Rams that we saw last year. No, if you ask they're me. very back and forth. Yeah, Jared Goff just hasn't been what he was, and you know. Uh, anyways, back to the AFC. Buffalo, Buffalo. They're sitting at five and two. 
uh, through eight weeks. Yep, five and two. Second place in the AFC East. Uh, I don't see them catching up to the Patriots, but are you buying or selling them? Are they going to be a team to look out for in the playoffs at the minimum? Um, I'm going to buy them. I think they... Obviously, they won't go super far, but if you ask me, they're the second best team in that division, obviously. Well, yeah. I yeah, mean, by a lot. I mean, the Jets are... And Miami. Who was Miami? Right. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, but... Right now. <laughs> if you ask me, they just... They're just... They're right in the middle of the road. You I know what I mean? It's I, like... I think it's a year early, but I think they win the division next year. I'm sticking to that. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. So... So, Sorry, phone ringing. But yeah, yeah. Let's stay in the AFC for a second. Well, I guess we already touched on them a little bit. Houston. Are you buying or selling them? Houston. Um, They're currently in second place behind Indianapolis at 5-3. and three. In a tough division so far. <sighs> I believe they won today. I'm going to say they did, 27-24. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with uh, another one of those soft buy clearance. I got purchase you. here. So, I mean, um, with that being said, between the Colts and the Texans, who do you think it is? Do you think the Colts still? You're, you're soft buying both of them. It, because it's a tough call right now. Yeah. And if you ask me, it's still tough, even Jacksonville and Titans. I mean, they're all capable teams. Yeah. If you ask me, not one of those teams is much better than another. Yeah. You know, so it's, see that. it's th- small things. Right. Talent-wise, I would say... Texans have more all-star talent. Technically, yes. But, but when they it comes done much to with it, overall talent, me. I think the Colts have them there. That's fair. Just as far as balance goes. I think, I mean, for those of you that haven't heard yet, J.J. Watt is out for the season yeah. with a uh, pectoral injury. And I think that might be a factor. I mean, you're talking about a very efficient pass rusher and runs, not run stopper, pass rusher in the league. Yeah. Obviously, everyone knows J.J.'s name. You know, he's for a reason. Yeah. But I mean, I hate guys, hell too. Man. I know, the dude such gets a, so often. Just a humble person. So yeah, humble person, great fucking player. I mean, it sucks to see and him just go continues out. Continues to get hurt because he pushed so much on himself. But right. I think that has a factor in uh, their success. But just because, I mean, who else do they really have? You know, you got rid of Jadavion. You know, you traded him away. So it's like you don't have much left. Right. Yeah, that's true. You know, so I don't know. I think their defense is going to struggle a little bit in, you know, the upcomings, but we'll stick with a soft buy for now. Okay. Okay. We got one more AFC team, and then I got our team we got to talk about for a brief second. We got the Baltimore Ravens, 5-2, and leading the AFC North right now. Doesn't look like they have much competition. The Browns look like shit. Uh, The Steelers clearly are missing Big Ben and a few other pieces there. Uh, and the Bengals are just exactly what everybody thought they'd be, the Bengals. Um, Ravens, are you buying this team? Are they contending for the AFC this year? They put on an ass-kicking against Seattle last yeah, week. Yeah, I'll buy them solely because they're at the top of their division, and obviously, like you said, they put, you know, they're put you know they putting up good fights against good teams. Um, it's plain and simple. That's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah, I just like Ravens. I, I think we were texting about them last week. I just love how Lamar Jackson runs. I know it's a little dangerous. He doesn't have much ball security. But honestly, if you watch that guy rush with the ball, it looks like he's playing basketball. He it like he might as well dribble it between some players' legs because he just he's His got cuts these are moves, so tight. man. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. He's elusive. But yeah, I'm gonna buy that team too. Uh, now let's talk about Detroit for a second. Today they had a get-right game after a three-loss skid. 
Uh, they they beat the uh, Giants 31 to 26, which I felt like was a lot closer than it could have been or should have been. Uh, their pass rush was a little bit better today, but they're still pretty bad defensively and pass rush overall. Like they're rushing, I mean, rushing the passer overall this year has been pretty bad. I mean, looking back at Minnesota, 34 dropbacks for Kirk Cousins and he was only pressured one time. That's just unacceptable, in my opinion, especially when you spent over $17 million on one guy on that defensive line, um, who did get two, two sacks today back-to-back on top of a couple more, I believe. But um, either way, I, the Lions, just over 500. And when I say just over, I mean just over at 3-3-1. Three, three and one. Going to Oakland next week, and then I believe they're in Chicago the following week. Uh, so two winnable games, potentially at 5-3-1. three and one. Are you buying or selling the Detroit Lions? It's a long pause. Yeah. Just because it's if it sucks to talk about your team the way I'm going to, but I'm selling them. I'm not selling them. I'm hard. selling them big time, and I think they need to start selling themselves as well. Yeah. And in that, I'm gonna go with what you you texted us uh, last week, a little group chat last Might week. Might have been two weeks ago. Two, yeah, it was about a week and a half ago. Saying that you believe Darius Slay is going to get traded, and I am no hate towards D. No, I love Slay. I Don't love get Slay, me wrong. You think I want to say that? Dude, I just think it makes sense in their situation. I mean, fuck, dude. I've met the guy and got a jersey autographed by him. I appreciate <laughs> the hell out of that guy. But I just think we have more necessary needs elsewhere, and that is our run game is so pathetic. Yeah. I mean, you got Karrion Johnson. I love the guy. He's a hard worker. He's gone. passionate about Detroit. He likes Detroit, but yep. he's been hurt more than once now. Yep. Almost he's, every year since he's joined. Yep. He's now, for the second time, out for the rest of the season. Yep. And he's only been in the league three years. <laughs> I mean, fuck it. First of all, the poor guy. Right. That sucks. Because he's got potential. He's he's a good he's a good back. You know, he's our first 100-yard rusher since Reggie Bush. But, um, I mean, what the hell else do we got? Ty Johnson is, I don't I mean, who's the guy they had out there today? Carson? I've never Trey even heard Carson, of him. Trey Carson, yep. Who the fuck is that? I don't know. I don't know where JD he came McKissick. from. And then they got Paul Perkins. We oh, took Paul him off Perkins. the practice yeah. squad. But yeah. I just, dude, you expect to win more than like three games at the rest of the season without a run game? You can't do that. Well, they haven't had a run game all year, though. Well, I know, but you've at least had a hunt. You know, what did the, Trey Carson was our leading rusher today. Oh, yeah, 36 fuck, yards. I yeah, think we had exactly. a total of 59 rushing yards today. It's just unacceptable. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'm not expecting, you know, to have 300 rushing yards a game. No. I just, I want a distraction least, from I mean, the passing game. I mean, I you look at go Philly, man, they don't really have outstanding running backs, but they got to combine 218 yards today and three touchdowns. Well, and it's just that's my a team, team we dude. beat. It's it's not going to be hard when it comes to play teams that have a strong secondary, and you go and look at the teams that we've played that have. We don't do too hot because no. all you got to do is shut down our pass game, and dude, you win the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's true, and if you really I look at it, like the defense it. hasn't been all that hot either. Because again, they allowed over three hundred yards offensively against another team for what every year that or every game this year, I believe they've let every team do that. So their defense needs to get better. I mean. It sucks because they had such a good start to the year, and they do this to me every single year. Mm-hmm. And I vowed after last weekend, I should I knew in the second quarter they lost that game, and I said it. I, I, I'm done. I'm not like I'm not done. Like 
I'm not a Lions fan anymore. I'm not going Lions free. I'm not one of those guys. But I'm not going to put my passion into this team every week. Nope. It's not going to happen. Somehow we're 500, but all the, t- the we're still allowing more points against us. I believe we're averaging – teams are averaging 31 points against us for the last four weeks, and we're averaging 28. That's not how you win. That's not winning mm-hmm. football. You can't rush. You can't stop the rush. I mean, it, it's just – I don't believe in them. They're, they don't have a true identity. And honestly, if they sell Slay this year and then maybe look at some other players they could sell, I think they're. it's pretty guaranteed that – well, not guaranteed, but I think Kenyon Drake's coming to Detroit. That's pretty obvious right now. So we have a – Unfortunately. We have a running back right now. Um, but it's just – you look at the rest of the division. I'm sorry. The only team that looks worse than us right now is obviously Chicago. And even them, I mean, you can't really – their defense is going to keep them in it. And if their defense can stop or get to Stafford, game over. Yeah, so. That's just – it happens every year, man. Honestly, at the end of the year, I could see Matt Patricia coming out of here, which I hate to say because I'm so sick of being in this carousel, but it's going to happen. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, so sell. That was a sell on Detroit. Yeah, uh, let's talk trade deadline. We got trade deadline coming up on Tuesday, the 29th. Uh, so by the time this episode airs, the trade deadline will be over. So all these trades we're currently talking about will already have been done. Uh, really, we're just going to talk about some names and potential landing spots, or at least where you think they fit. Um, so do you have any off the top of your mind or you want me to? No, the only one that it? really urges me is a free agent at the moment. So we can touch on that after this. OK. All right. Sounds good. Uh, so AJ Green. He's a name that keeps popping up, but Cincinnati keeps saying they're not going to deal him. I'm sure there's plenty of teams that are interested in having A.J. Green. I would. I mean, <laughs> if, if fuck, why not? That's an all-star receiver, a Pro Bowl receiver. Why not go for him? And I'm sure he wants to go somewhere where he can contend and actually win. He's not going to win shit in Cincinnati for the rest of his career. No. So where do you think A.J. Green goes? I have a place. Where's it? At? I mean, in your opinion, I guess it changed a little bit after a trade we saw last week. Um, that's a good question. To I be think honest. He, I honestly, let's hear bef- what you got. Now I'm kind of go based off of that. Before the Sanu trade, I thought he was going to New England. That's that's where I thought he fit the most. Okay, they needed another receiver. Well, not necessarily needed, but it just seemed like a guy that they would go and get. Another place I would see him going is Seattle. Okay. Interesting. Because I think Seattle still needs like a true number one receiver because Lockett really isn't that guy and DK Metcalf really isn't that guy either. No. Um. Or you could think he sees put. So let me ask you this. Do you want where I think or where I want him to go? Let's hear where you want him to go. San Francisco. I like that. I like it. <laughs> I mean, they got Emmanuel Sanders. If you're going to be good, you might as well just kick everybody's ass at that yeah. rate. Yeah. In my mind. I mean, yes, I think they did go and get there's another receiver Emmanuel. I like yes. more going to San Francisco. Who's that? OBJ. You did mention that before. I just think Cleveland hasn't been what they are. And, we, I mean, you have Jarvis Landry still, and you have Najoku when he comes back, and you have Nick Chubb, and you have Kareem Hunt, and you're clearly not performing. Why not deal OBJ? I know he's only been here for, what, half the season? But 49ers could 
I mean, if they were making a push, why not make the push? Offer what you got for OBJ. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, really, Antonio Brown's being talked about again, so maybe he's back in the league one day. He wanted to go to San Francisco a while back. I just wouldn't touch him personally. Uh, yeah, if you want to keep your franchise healthy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cancer. Yeah. All right, next, who you got? Von Miller. Von Miller, really, let's talk about two teams from that, or two guys from that team. Von Miller and Chris Harris, both of them are being talked about a lot. Do you have anywhere you would like those two to go? I think Chris Harris fits the most in Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City or maybe Philly, because they obviously are looking for cornerbacks, but they also inquired on uh, Slay. And then uh, Von Miller, really, really, if Detroit was had two more wins, I'd say, hey, fucking bring him to Detroit. But uh, I don't know where I could see him going now. I, mm, if you ask me, Baltimore or Indianapolis, I, I like don't think Baltimore. would be terrible teams for Von Miller. Actually, I don't like. I, I, I like both of those teams. Honestly, I prefer him to go to Indy because I like Indy as a team. Right. Um. And. I'll tell you why is those teams Baltimore is somewhat lacking at linebacker position. Obviously, them they lost C.J. Mosley and Terrell Suggs within two years. I think they lost fucking one year. They got both. Oh, that was the after same last year. Season. Yep, because yep, Terrell went to Arizona season. and yep. C.J. went to New York. So yep. I would like I would like to see him there because if you ask me, not even just because a cliche because I know who he is, but Matt Judon is probably their best linebacker right now. Right, he's a very he's a very consistent tackler. Yeah. Um, and he's a presence. He's a big fucking dude. So yeah. the only thing with that is he's also an outside linebacker. So either he'd have to play opposite side of Vaughn or he would just be replaced by Vaughn. But I think Vaughn would do pretty well in uh, Baltimore. And that would pretty much put a cap on their defense and legitimize it for sure. Yeah. Um, and then Indianapolis, because really all they got there is uh, what's the guy's name? Darius Leonard yep. is the only backer they really got there, if you ask me. So Yeah, I mean, they don't really have any superstars, so why not? I think and they got I the cap space to pay that dude for the rest of his career if they wanted to. Yeah, so in my mind, those are probably the two best fits for Vaughn. Uh, and Chris Harris, I think I agree with you on uh, Kansas, Kansas City, or City Philly. and Philly. Yeah, I think just Philly, they have had too many injuries at cornerback that they could really use the help. And I, Kansas City just always needs help in their secondary. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's... Uh, who else do I got here? Kenny and Drake, we kind of briefly mentioned. They, they Reportedly, I guess they have a trade agreed in principle. They already said he's not traveling with the team tomorrow against uh, Pittsburgh. Um, so there's two teams that's being talked about right now, Tennessee and Detroit. Which one of those teams do you see him going at? Do you think it's Detroit? I really think it is just because they keep bringing him up. But, um, I mean, both teams really could use the rushing help. And one team, in my opinion, seems to make more sense, Tennessee, as a buyer than Detroit does. Because, like, I mean, I don't know. I guess they could address, in my opinion, I would rather address a guy with fresh treads than a guy who has some worn treads. But he's only been in the league for three years, so I'm not opposed to it either. Um, I think I see him going to Detroit just because... Nobody really knows him as a successful running back, and why would Detroit go after somebody that's actually worth something? Don't know. <laughs> um, so I see it going to Detroit just because I think we're a little more desperate right now for a, you know, RB one. Yeah, but okay, go ahead. And you know, when you look at Tennessee, you know, they still got Derrick Henry, and they still got Deion Sims, and or Deion Lewis, Lewis not yeah. Sims. Like Sims. Um, so they don't need him as bad. So I don't think they'll be as offering. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they don't need him as much, so I think he goes to Detroit. Okay. But you don't want him in Detroit. Personal opinion, no. You want who? 
Because you have a free agent you're looking at, right? Yeah. So, if you ask me, um, despite the off off field sh- shit, Kareem Hunt, I think you go after him and try to deal well, with he's him. He's a free agent, but yeah. Yeah, all I know. Um, I'm talking trade wise. I gotcha. Um, just because they have Nick Chubb, they're clearly happy with Nick Chubb, and at most, Kareem Hunt's getting one of every four snaps. Yeah, that's that, true. You know, Nick Chubb gets so. I don't hate Kareem. I think Hunt, he's honestly. a pretty open guy to go for. He's a very capable football player. Um, and then a free agent name that it just it's it's kind of urchin me urchin 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 urchin. I was close. Uh, irking me that this guy hasn't been touched yet, and that's Jay Ajayi, um, ex Dolphin and ex uh, Eagle. Eagle. So he's only twenty six too. He's young. He's good. You know, he did well in both Miami and Philly. Yep. And the guy has been untouched for an entire year. I don't understand why. You know, and he's a pretty he's a tough guy. So he's if you're Detroit, what the hell are you doing? And he's not asking for a lot of money right now. No, I I'm guarantee. Sure you can sign him in a minimum contract like Cleveland did with Kareem, honestly. Because right now, I think the dude's just looking for a team to play on. Yeah, I mean, going back to Kareem real quick before I talk about Jay. Uh, I mean, think about the Lions were being talked about for Kareem Hunt last year. And if you really think about it, if they signed him, he would have been suspended until this week. This is the last week of his suspension. Cleveland, you just won't see him until week 10 because Cleveland's got a bye week next week. Um, this would have been perfect timing for him to come off suspension because you just put carry on an IR. Now, don't get me wrong. He's he's an asshole off the field. But to be quite honest, when it comes down to certain fan, most fans, rather, not even certain, but I would say most fans don't really care about off the field things if they're a good football player. Looking at Tyreek Hill, for example. I mean, really, even looking at Michael Vick, I, I mean, he he went to prison for a couple of years and still came back and everybody loved him. I never even, I mean, dog fighting's fucked up and cruel, but at the same time, like, Michael Vick was a hell of a quarterback. So I'm going to root for that talent. But there are certain things and certain guys I won't touch specifically for what they did. Now, Kareem Hunt's situation was very fucked up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I think, like, in comparison, if you look at uh, who was the running back that did on, oh, man, Baltimore's old Ray running Rice. back. Yeah, Ray Rice. Now, that was an even more fucked up situation. Did not He never came back to the league. Um, Tyreek Hill, doing what he did to his son, that's a lot more fucked up to me than – and I'm not trying to, like – you know what I mean? I'm not trying to reason with Kareem Hunt and say he's like not a bad guy for what he did. Clearly, he has some issues. But if he can clean up his act and be as talented and make as much production as he can. I mean, the thing that irks me about it is the Lions try to play this whole uh, goody two-shoes type. We're not going to go for guys with a bad history or whatever. But you look in New England... And how many guys have they signed with bad <laughs> histories? I mean, fucking as recently as this year with Antonio Brown. And mm-hmm. they say we're doing the Patriot way here. Clearly you're not because you're not signing these guys with questionably behavior. Again, I'm not trying to rationalize fucking crazy fucks on the team. <laughs> but if the crazy fucks are going to win me a Super Bowl, I'll take it at this point, <laughs> man. Shit. Yeah. I mean, like you said, looking at what Kareem Hunt did compared to other people, it's really not. You know, yeah, end of the world. And I and if you ask me with a guy that young, I don't think he's going to be a repeat offender. 
No. I'm, yeah, no, I mean, he had a few he had a few incidents. That right. was the thing. So it's like... But I think he might have learned his lesson. Hopefully. You would think... I, I mean, would, you, you, yeah, you would hope You're so. talking about a guy that would have been paid probably 13, 14 million a year minimum. And now he's making a million a year. One million, I think it was a $1 million one-year deal for Cleveland. Yeah. So personal opinion, I would like to see him in Detroit. You know. Yeah. Just to see Detroit make a move that actually fucking means something. Yeah, make a splash, make some noise. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I don't mind that. I like, I mean, we clearly need help at running back. And if Kareem Hunt can come back and be what he was in Kansas City, I don't see an issue with it. Uh, but that's it, trade deadline-wise. I don't really have. There's some other names, Robbie Anderson and others. But, uh, I mean, nothing that are like, oh, that's going to be game-changing. But some of the names we just mentioned are pretty game-changing. I can solidify some offense and defenses and really teams overall. Um, so... With all that being said, you want to move on to some college football? Let's move on to college football. All right, dude. So we got two big upsets this week. We had Michigan actually win a game, a big game, like something that Harbaugh can actually put on his resume as a big game, right. uh, winning against Notre Dame 45-14. to 14. Uh, What are you going to say about that, Brad? Because this is a game that you thought they would lose, but really you thought they'd lose the last, like, what, 3-4? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm surprised. Yeah. I was I wouldn't say that I was very ecstatic. Yeah. And I wasn't, oh my God, they did it. You know what I mean? Like I was just kinda like, good for them. You know, I'm glad that they did it. But like I said, I'm I, I gave up on this team. Yeah. I don't think this means shit. I think you had a really good game. You know, this is what you should have been doing to teams all season so far. Really? I mean, if I mean, you want to be treated like a top five team, top you were ranked 10 team. number seven at the beginning of the season above every team that you've lost to this yep. year. So if you ask me, I'm not impressed because this is what you should have been doing through the first eight weeks on top of this week, other than your bye week. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree with you. I, I mean, 100%. I look at, I think I'm worried Michigan fans are going to take this win and think they actually have a shot against Ohio State, which is bullshit if they think that's true. Um, they're crazy if they think that's the case. Don't get me wrong. Michigan had a hell of a game. Um, it was a shit day, but there was some big takeaways from this game. If you really look at it, it's pretty clear they don't trust Patterson. He had 12 throwing attempts and got six of them. 100 yards even, two touchdowns. Great. The one thing I do like that I saw was their rushing. I mean, combined, I think they had about 300 yards. Uh, Hassan Haskins, 149 yards. Didn't score a touchdown, but 149 yards. Then you got Charbonnet right behind him with 75 and two touchdowns. You got True Wilson with 45 and a touchdown. Their rushing game was on point. Uh, The one thing I wish they used a little bit more was Dylan McCaffrey, man. I, I get it. It was shitty outside and it was raining and you don't want to throw the ball nearly as much. But I, I just think McCaffrey, McCaffrey's a better quarterback than Patterson. I don't know why they don't give him more opportunity for that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have much to, much to say. It's just games like this make you question it because it wasn't just a win. You know, you kind of blew them the fuck out. Yeah, so, against the top 10 team. Yeah. So, I mean, that puts you back in the top 15, but I don't know. There's not, when you look at a team like Ohio State, they just don't have a shot. I'm sorry. They just don't. I don't care if they put up 70 on Notre Dame. They're not. They're not with Ohio State yet. Look what Ohio State just did to Wisconsin. And we got blown out by Wisconsin. And you're trying to tell them Michigan fans are going to sit out here and try to say they have a shot? Get the fuck out of here. 
you still got to get through Michigan State. Mm-hmm. That's not a given win, even though Michigan State's look like trash. I mean, I don't know. That's just personal opinion. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have any much anything more to say than that. We'll see how Michigan does against Maryland next week. I don't think that's a, a big should game to win. talk about, right? No. Yeah, they should win that game, but who knows? You know. Also, yeah, we had one, one more big upset this week against a team that you and I are fairly high on. At least I thought we. I don't know. Are you still high on them? I am. Uh, Kansas State over Oklahoma, forty-eight to forty-one. What? What do you guys say about that, man? I give all credit to Kansas State because well, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> you go and look at it, and it's still a very high-scoring game. Yeah, Jalen Hurts still had a pretty damn outstanding uh, performance. Yeah, you know he pulled. He was he pulled, He was basically his typical self. Yeah, I mean, just under four hundred yards, a touchdown, only one touchdown, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that hurts. But on top of a hundred yards rushing and three touchdowns, right? <laughs> so <laughs> still. I think all the credit here should be given to Kansas State, and I don't think any credit should really necessarily be taken from Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean they still put up forty-one points, right? Yeah, you gotta. But Kansas State, I mean, that's a nice win. That's a really good win, actually. I don't. I never. I always like Kansas State because I think it was a uh, was it three, four, maybe five years ago. now. I watched a Kansas State versus a TCU game. It had to be a while ago because it was. Uh, I don't even remember who was that running or wide receiver. Quarterback then, um, he's still in the league or was? Wasn't it? Uh, it was the dude who went to Seattle, right? Yeah, as a backup quarterback. Yeah, what is his name? Oh. Boykin, Trayvon Boykin. Yep. Yeah, it was that game, and I remember like specifically one of the craziest touchdowns I've ever seen. And ever since then, I've liked Kansas State and TCU. But uh, yeah, I mean that's an impressive win by them. I think. Again, though, that, that loss might open it up for LSU. I'm I'm still riding that train, baby. Well, on that note, LSU actually just took over the number one spot in the AP poll list. So Yeah. Yeah. I can't I cannot wait until that LSU Bama game, man. That's the one game this year that I actually like might take off work to watch, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean shit. That's we'll uh, that's coming up. That's in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Mm-hmm. They're going against Bama. One versus two. It could be like national championship type shit. Yeah, I mean it's at least a pot, you know, a chance at what the you know what it might look like. I mean, we'll see. But I mean, we saw them in the national championship quite a few years ago. I think it was like 2011. It was a couple years before they took. Uh, no, it might have been longer than that. I just remember LSU versus Bama quite some time ago for the national yeah. championship um, before college football playoffs. Yeah, with the top four, if I believe if I'm correct, it's LSU, Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson. Yep. Question is, which of those teams gets a loss first? And if you ask me, that weekend is going to probably be the week that makes it happen. What's that? That weekend? Yep, because I don't see uh, yeah. any of them losing this weekend. No, I don't either. Uh, the only one, I'm surprised Clemson's still in the top four because they just came off that loss. But I think they might, they kind of look like the weakest of the four right now, in my opinion. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I, they're not like a bad team, but they don't look like their old team. You yeah, know what see, I mean? in my mind, you got Penn State at five, and I don't see them. No, no, they're going to lose to Ohio State. Yeah. They're, they're, come on. They might keep it close. I mean, unless Ohio State lays an egg like they did against Purdue. What was that, last year? I, I think believe. it was last year. But, I mean, and really, Georgia's still out there. Like, where are they in the ranks now? Eighth, I believe. Eighth, so they're still alive. I mean, there's some teams, but I think these. this is your final four. I don't think there's anybody 
I mean, it might. It kind of sucks that LSU and Bama have to play each other, but at the same time, it's I'm excited. Uh, but th- that could ruin their season. So that's well, gonna I'm be a gonna big tell game. You real quick, a team people forgot about because it was the bye week, but Florida's still in there. They're top. They're si- hmm, Excuse me, sixth. Yeah, right behind Penn State. Yeah, I so. just don't see Florida coming back from that as long as LSU's up there. No, I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying top four may not stay the so, way. So wait, is. let me. So you got Florida at what six? They're at sixth. Penn where's, State at fifth. Where's Georgia? Eighth. So the SEC has four top four of the top ten teams right now. Yeah, and people are trying to argue the Big Ten's better. Yeah, I guess we have three of the top ten. Yeah, but. I don't see Michigan or Penn State even matching to any of those four teams. Nah, no, no. So I mean, Ohio State's. I think the top teams in the SEC are definitely better than the top teams in the Big Ten. But I think overall, overall, yeah, the Big Ten would come out with more wins in the yeah in like yeah. When you look at the like lower, yeah, yeah, there's some teams at the bottom end of the Big Ten that could take on the bottom end of the SEC for sure. Um, that's really it on the top four, right? That might even be all the college football for this week. Yeah, for me, yeah. Not much. There wasn't many takeaways. I mean, some good games, but just two big upsets. I feel like while we're on this real quick, I feel like every year, week nine, there's always a big, big upset in college football. What's that face for? Anything new there? Pretty good matchup next week in college football. What do you got? Two teams we were just talking about, Georgia, Florida, going at it. Oh, are you? Oh, there you go. That's a good game. So it's an interesting one. Winner of that game might might give you a little something something. I would be rooting for Georgia on that. I'm just not a big fan of Florida. Fair, yeah, fair. I mean that's just me. Uh, actually, you know what? I, oh no, it's kind of late now. We already talked NFL. What? There was something I read. No, nah, I'll save it for another time. I kind of want to. Now I'll bring it up real quick. Because uh, you brought you brought up Florida, and I thought Urban Meyer. And did, did you see the report on Urban Meyer? Nope. He would. He said he would be interested in coaching the Dallas Cowboys. Hmm. If Jason Garrett got fired at the end of this year and they called Meyer, he said that's a job I would never. I think he said verb, not verbatim, but something along the lines of, uh, "That's one job every coach should consider if you're asked about it or something." Hmm. And he like listed all their players and was like really really interested when he was asked about it on I believe it was Colin Cowherd's show. But, uh, yeah, I, I read that and I was like, really? Urban Meyer never coached in the NFL, but going to Dallas, that'd be, make me hate Dallas even more. <laughs> but, huh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was just a little tidbit. We don't have to spend time on it if you don't want to. We can talk more about it. I mean, do you have anything to say about it, really? Uh, not really. Not no. at the moment, no. Yeah, so that's fine. I just have to do more research, look deeper into it or something. Yeah, it was just a little blurb. It wasn't like a huge article or anything. Uh, let's go to, you want to go World Series, NBA? World Series, really, NBA, I just want to give props to one of our players. Yeah, I mean, real fast, can I do my golf story? Oh, yeah, you got golf. Way. I forgot about Tiger. Yeah. Sorry, um, Tiger. <laughs> so, real quick, just one, one little thing in golf. Uh... Tiger Woods has tied the golf legend Sam Snead at a total of 82 PGA Tour wins for the most. So the next tour to Tiger wins, he will officially be the winningest PGA Tour participant ever. Damn. And I think he's pretty close to the major. He's up there. I know that. Um, One thing that I found pretty crazy is that Sam Snead got his 82nd win at 52. How old's Tiger? 
I think he's like 30 something. Right? No, he's in his 40s. I mean, I'm in 40, like I was going to say 30 something. Now I got to look this up. He's got to be up there, right? He's been around for quite some time. Tiger Woods is 43 years old. 43, so okay. Nine years, nine years early. Nine years earlier than Sam Sneed did. And I mean, so if he's my still, question is, yeah. how high is that number going to go? Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I don't. That's just cements Tiger. I, I mean, think he breaks 90, and that's that. Tiger's the GOAT. Tiger is the GOAT. The golf's greatest of all time. So he's the good goat. Easily. Yeah. Good goat. The good goat. He won the Zozo Championship this week. Yeah. All right. So, World Series. World Series. So, World Series, we got to talk about real quick. Nationals led, uh, they beat Houston twice in Houston, led the series 2 0, and then everybody counted Houston out and said, oh, this is the Nationals, Nationals year, this is the team of destiny, blah, blah, blah. And then Houston comes back and wins two straight. And I believe they're on pace to win three straight tonight. Let's check the score update real quick. It's the top of the eighth, and they're up 4 1. So let's pretty much lock that down right now uh, with oh, zero outs. I thought it said two outs. So I think Houston still wins. Um, I mean, not much to say. I, I've kind of stuck with Houston the last few weeks. I like the Nationals, but I just think Houston's there. Uh, we've seen quite a good pitching matchup, though, as far as the, the entire series goes. Yeah, I do know one thing that um, I read earlier that might be um, crucial is what is that one pitcher's name? It's not Which uh, one? Sanchez, and For it's not the Nationals. Strasburg. Yes. Or was yeah, it Strasburg? Steven Strasburg. Yeah, somebody, I don't remember who the fuck. It was one of one of the pitchers of those uh, teams yep. was pronounced out for the next game, game five. Really? Yeah, I can't remember who it was. I just I, I briefly saw it as like an ESPN ad on my phone. Let me see here. But it said one of the pitchers, I believe it was Strasburg, is it out for be. game five. Should. It should be him because should game should. one was Scherzer. Oh, no, it was Scherzer. Is it Scherzer? It was Scherzer. Yep, because yeah, Strasburg, could definitely Scherzer, start game seven. Sanchez. Yeah, Scherzer must be out, huh? Yep. Scherzer's out. Interesting. And Joe something is starting for him. Joe Ross. That might be, I don't know what the rotation currently is, but that means we might be able to, if it goes to game seven, we might be able to see Verlander against Scherzer. And I've, I want to see that, but That'd instead it was Coleman versus, or Cole versus Scherzer. Yep. I, I still think Houston wins it. I mean, I would, part of me wants to see Scherzer win. And uh, what's the, it's Annabelle, Annabelle Sanchez win it. Um, just because it'd be funny to keep ragging on the Tigers. I mean, it's our team, but it, it's funny to see like these guys all move on and win. Uh, yeah. But I, I just, I don't know. I, I think Houston still got it, and I really like seeing Verlander win too. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think Houston takes this uh, series, but uh, I don't know. It's yeah, we'll I mean, it's, it's been, been a good series, man. For sure. I mean, we're going into game. What is it? Six after tonight, yeah. and we could potentially see a game seven. I mean. I don't know. Good series so far. Uh, other than that, I mean, there's some news in baseball, but I'm not really going to – no one cares about that. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah. Uh, NBA, briefly, If you do you have any stories you want to talk about? Um, Not I necessarily, want, I want to no. props to a player, I think. Um, you can do that. You can do the honors on that I'll one. do the honors. Okay. Um, we just want to shout out D. Rose real quick for – Showing his love in Detroit. You know, he's doing very well. His first game, he had 18 points. Second game, 27. Third game, 31. Yeah, he's averaging 25.2 points per game. Something like off that. Off the bench? Yeah, off as a sixth man. So, 
Um, dude's doing some work, doing yeah. more than I like expected him to. I know that, but I'm happy. It's good to see a successful, more than one, you know, succeeding person in the backcourt has that. Right. It seems like for the last decade, we've had a very successful front court. Yeah. Um, the last time we had a successful was backcourt was in the early 2000s. So right, and I mean depth's important. I mean you look at you look at Golden State; they proved it in this past offseason that they need to focus on depth. So if we could, I mean I don't know. The, the East is pretty competitive. So even though they just got blown out by uh, the Thunder, and again the other night by the Clippers, it was at one forty two to one twenty one. But one forty one to one twenty two. While we're on this topic, though, I don't want it's like I feel like people are starting to be like, "Yo, Golden State's trash. Golden State's this and that." First off. We're like the first week in the NBA season. Second off, they've been in the last five NBA finals and won three of them. And their second best players hurt. And their second best players out for the season. They got a bunch of new guys. Like I, Kerr is a good coach. I just don't see the. I, I wouldn't say Golden State's like this trash team now. I think they're still there. They still have Steph. They still have. They got D'Angelo Russell. Like, or, no, that, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I didn't want to fuck that up. But they got Draymond Green. Like, they still have a pretty decent team, except the Clippers just look too good in the West right now. So, yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like people are going to discount Golden State way too early when they shouldn't. And I don't even like Golden State, but I'm going to say that to be fair to them. They're not a team to just be like, yeah, they're, they're done. They're done. Yeah, long story short, chill out. <laughs> right. Anything else in the NBA? Um... Got nothing. Nothing. So we want to go week nine picks and wrap this thing up? Let's do it. All right. Who you got for week nine, Brad? We're going to start Thursday night football. San Francisco 49ers going to the Arizona Cardinals. Do they continue to be undefeated? Yes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that, that's a pretty – I, I built that up for nothing. Ooh, uh, first, oh, wait. We got a London game. Uh, the Jaguars at home in London because they play there every year. Uh, and the South. Texans, who AFC do you got? South battle. Yeah, and that's a pretty important one, too. Who do you got? Uh, I'm going to take Houston. No, J.J. Watt. I'm going to take Houston. Right. I, yeah, I like... Jaguars really do kind of have home field advantage there, and I feel like Gardner's going to eat that shit up. So I'm going to go with Jacksonville this time. Okay. I don't I don't love it, but I'm going to take them. One o'clock game that day. We got an NFC battle. We got the Chicago Bears going to the Philadelphia Eagles. Who do you got? I got, I'm gonna do. That's tough, actually. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with the Eagles just because of the home field advantage and yeah, Eagles. I'm gonna go Eagles too. I think they keep rolling. Um, I just don't trust the Bears' offense still. I think they're one. Of, I, I said it before this year. I didn't say their offense necessarily, but I said they were gonna be a lot worse than people expected. I'm going Eagles. Then we have the Minnesota Vikings going to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. I don't know if Patrick Mahomes will be back by then, um, but I, I mean, they still got a. I don't think he team. is. Um, Minnesota. Minnesota. Keep on rolling. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, I think the Chiefs have lost their two losses this year have been in Arrowhead, haven't they? Mm hmm. Yeah, I'll take Minnesota there, too. Then we have the Indianapolis Colts going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who do you got? I'm going Colts. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. We got the shit bowl. Uh, <laughs> AFC East, New York Jets going to the Miami Dolphins. I'm taking the Jets. Yeah, I'm going to take the New York. Um, yeah. 
Was that the Jets or the? Well, they said the New York. Yeah, because I mean they're both shit. Oh, I, I'm just I, taking the better shit. Oh, okay. Like the salad shit. Like Interdivision dolphins are like diarrhea. shit battle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have another not shit battle, but we got a shit team taking on a pretty decent team. We got the Washington Redskins going to the Buffalo Bills. Who do you got? The Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I'm taking the Bills there, too. I don't think Redskins are that good. <laughs> Actually, I think they're terrible. Then we got the Tennessee Titans going to the Panthers. Our last 1 o'clock game of the day. What do you got? This is tough for me because the Titans are coming off a big win. And the Panthers are coming off a huge loss. Huge loss. Huge. So, the question is, can the Titans one th- score? One thing I want to point out before you make a pick... The Panthers were, I've heard at least, I'm not sure if it's completely accurate, but Cam Newton could potentially be back next week. I think they were waiting to see how Kyle Allen performed today. and yeah, Well, the team didn't perform today. So. Um, I'm going to just Does go. Does that sway at all? Because you got Tannehill against Newton at that point. No. Tannehill's still starting for the Titans, right? I, think. I thought so, yeah. I'm going to go with Carolina. Go with Carolina? Yeah. I, I'm going Carolina, too. I didn't mean to sway you off the Titans. I think we're making the same picks here. Yeah. We got a pick em game. First 4 o'clock game of the day are Detroit Lions against the Oakland Raiders. Who do you got? Both 500 teams. I'm taking the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, I think uh, I think Carr might have a pretty good day. Look like a really good quarterback, and I think Josh Jacobs is just gonna pound the fucking rock. But it all depends, though. Maybe we'll if have Kenyon Drake, and we'll have a rush running game. Doubtful. Huh. Uh, we, we have the Tampa Bay Bucks going to the Seattle Seahawks. This is not even close in my. Oh, I guess it is. Tampa Bay could be good. I'm taking the 12th man. I'm taking Seattle as well. Uh, This is a game that probably would have been a good game if this team didn't suck. We got the Green Bay Packers going to the L.A. Chargers. Packers. Taking the pack, too. Now we got, uh, yeah, this one's not like, God, there's not many, like, dazzling games next week if you really look at it. We got the Cleveland Browns going to the Denver Broncos. I'm going to have to pick the Broncos at home. Mile high. Yeah, I will, too, just because I think, eh. You know what? I'm gonna go Browns. Okay. I'm gonna go Browns. I, I mean, I don't hate that. I, I think it's a, it's debatable. I, just I think like, we get another one of them games. You know what I mean? And it all depends. I mean, if like Chris Harris and Von Miller are gone, maybe they just suck. But I don't know. Broncos kind of put their season back on track somewhat, somewhat. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Broncos. Give we got the. Time. This actually, this might be the best game of the week. Sunday night football. New England Patriots going to the Baltimore Ravens. Who do you got? Do the Patriots get their first loss of the year? Yes. They get their first loss. I like it. I like the Ravens. I think that's a good spot for them. At home, under the lights, pressure's on. Lamar Jackson, hopefully he can do it. The only thing I'm worried about is that New England defense can shut the fuck down on Lamar Jackson. This is true. He's not like an interstellar passer. But anyways, Monday Night Football game, NFC East Battle, sort of. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys going to the New York G-Men Giants. Who do you got? Didn't New York beat them this year? No, they lost. That was the first game of the year. Taking the Cowgirls. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Even after Danny Dimes 
good game against the Lions. Just, yeah. 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 That's it. That's week nine. Um, do you have anything else? Oh, we got our... our controversial. Uh, controversial. Uh, what it, our homework. I think we're going to call it homework. Our homework assignment. For now. I don't know. Let's not... Let's yeah, we're not, not going like, to stick uh, with that. Yeah, let's not pen that in. We don't yet. necessarily have a name for this yet. If um, you have any name suggestions, how about you guys do your fucking homework and give us an idea? Yeah, um, you guys is an, and th- actually like utilize right the voice messages. Send in voice messages and Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. or Instagram or anything. Um, Email. Stop <laughs> listening to us say it and do it. Yeah, uh, please. Yeah, right. So yeah, fraudulent support out there. All right, you're telling me. Um. So what we got? We had one, didn't we? Yes, it was whether or not the run game is going to continue. There it is. Okay, so the Adrian yes, Peterson yes, thing. I remember now. So this past week we had Adrian Peterson. I think it was sixth place, right, for all-time rushers. I believe. I believe it was sixth place. He he surpassed. Uh, can't remember who at the top of my head right now, but he passed somebody. It was a big name too. Why can't I remember it? Anyways, that's going to drive me nuts. He made it. He's been in the top ten, but he went further into the top 10. Uh, so our question or our statement rather is we will never see a rusher get into the top 10 again. Now you look at the top 10 currently. Are we supposed to be recording ourselves say this too so we can tweet it? Mm. <laughs> Do you want to say that again, Brad? <laughs> say what again? You Don't you have to record yourself saying that? We already said it. Right? Yeah. So you're going to record yourself okay, again. So I'm right? just going to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Just say exactly what we just said. Mm-hmm. Our, our controversial thing for the week here, guys, is will the NFL ever have top another rusher reach the top 10 all time rushing list? Because yeah. it seems like lately uh, passing has been the abundance of the NFL. Yeah. So it's a matter of do we think that the rushing game will ever go back to the way it was? What you got? So looking at the top ten right now, Adrian Peterson passed Ladanian Tomlinson for uh, six. That's who it is. I knew who, I knew it was him. I just didn't want to say it. So to read, I'm just going to say the top ten real quick and look at who we got currently and see if there's anybody potentially. There is one person I think that could potentially make it to the top ten. Outside of that. I don't see anybody. You got Emma Smith, Emmett Smith at number one, Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, Frank Gore, who's still in the league, could potentially pass Barry this year. He's only a little over 200 or 100 yards out. Curtis Martin, Ladanian Tomlinson. No, I'm sorry, now it's Adrian Peterson, then Ladanian Tomlinson, Jerome Bettis, Eric Dickerson, and Tony Dorsett. The next closest current NFL rusher is LaShawn McCoy at 23. He is roughly. Just under 2,000 yards left. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> Just under 2,000 yards before he even touches the top 10. Yeah, there's no way. I don't think the dude will finish with another He's 31. Ticket. Yeah, he's got maybe five years left in his yeah, career. Yeah, but look at Frank Gore, man. I mean, he's still running. He's, what, 36? Yeah, that's five years. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly. True. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it, you, you. you put it together, and he's running by committee in Kansas City now. and Yeah. All that good stuff. So, really, the point was... Do you think we even see another, I could even lower it down a little bit more. Do we ever see another 12,000 yard rusher? Especially in today's NFL, you see all purpose yards. You see uh, Christian McCaffrey, he rushes, but he catches a hell of a lot too. Kamara catches a lot too. Delvin Cook is the, the only young ones I see right now 
would probably mm. be Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette's the only one that I see like rushing. What do you think about Saquon? Saquon's another good one because but the, you the look amount at the of way times they played. run him in that offensive line, though. I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just feel like with running backs getting undervalued every year, and teams being less and less inclined to keep running them, especially when they start dealing with injuries. Look at Jay Ajayi, for example. Um, I mean, I just don't see it. I don't see another NFL running back even touching the top ten. This may be the last person we ever see in the top ten. Ever. That's a fair statement. But it's crazy to think, isn't it? I mean, we're seeing history. Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, maybe, maybe LaShawn McCoy. That's the only one I could see right now. Maybe. But outside of that, I don't see any other top 10 rushers in today's league at least and i don't see any coming out soon so unless unless uh uh what's his name dude i don't want to fuck it up again i called him jonathan stewart the other day uh jonathan taylor from wisconsin mm. unless he comes out and does what barkley does times three like, doubt it. right i mean i just don't see it barkley maybe leonard Fournette's the only one i see being like the non-stop I like running Delvin back cook but, yeah, but we'll see i don't he's know. had injury issues already yes we shall see yeah uh, so that's it, right? That's, yeah, that's all I got. So respond to that. What do you guys think? Do you think you'll see another top 10 rusher? Uh, if you do, tell us. If you don't, tell us why not. Right? Why not? Is that the right way to phrase it? Yes. Yeah. So take advantage of those voice messages. Take care of our Twitter, at BoxScorePod is our Twitter. Yes. Yeah, at BoxScorePod. And then I'm our Instagram, Instagram is at BoxScoreSportsPod. Well. Yep. That's it. Uh, so, yeah, tweet us. Uh, send us voice messages on anchor.fm forward slash box score sports. Uh, all that's available to you guys. But other than that, Brad, you got anything else before we end the show? No, I, I, I don't do think so either. We will get, see you guys on episode 10 next week. Yeah, we're going double digits, bitches. Get on it. Uh, share us, like us, love us, subscribe, uh, and do all that fun stuff. We will talk to you guys later. Peace. Get into that action, new whip, fucking new bitch. Stacking my chips, baby, look at your lips. Oh, you like fashion, baby girl, you got that passion. Got that baby girl, you strapping, you got all that ass you packing. I'm like, damn, fuck you then. You can move on, girl, suck my shit. I got a girl and I make sure I get moving that way. Then we moving it quick. Niggas be capped, they do not do shit. I'm in the party, you know that we lit. So I'm like, damn, little bitch, soon as you slide, we can go. And when I pull up to that function, that you know we don't go. I be like, damn, little mama, do you want it like that? She be like, yeah. Celebrate it over like that And I'ma pass it to my niggas And you know how we at